Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! The eight one five. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store. Episode forty-seven, live from the eight one five podcast. This is a huge one, a giant one, a great episode featuring me, Colin St. Vincent. And the same old two dudes that have been here the last few weeks. We have Jake. Jake, hello. Hello, everyone. And how, Colton. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. I'm good. Glad to be back. We're back on a schedule, sort of. Schedule, so. schedule it up. Sam, yeah. how are you doing, buddy? Yeah. I'm doing good. Ready to go. Ready good. to go. Yeah. Um, we have a huge... We have some big things going on. Sam has a piece of food stuck in his teeth, so that's what you hear on Sam's end, because... He's a real pro's pro, and we tell him not to put anything next to the mic, and yet he doesn't give a shit. Every time, every time. Big episode this week. We have Chicago Cubs 2018 second round pick, Brennan Davis. Um, cool little interview. Me and me and Jake were there. Sam doesn't care about the podcast, so he was not there. And uh, quick little interview. We're going to have him on in, in the future, and basically, we're going to say this from, from here on out. We're going to ride this guy's coattails and hope he becomes big because it, it sounds like he liked us. <laughs> I think we have a new best friend, and uh, and now we are you know sort of helping take care of his goat and two llamas. So. Yes, yes. Uh, was it Hank or I can't remember his goat's name. <laughs> I know Marco and Polo. Marco and Polo are the uh, are the llamas, but we don't want to give too much away, Jake. So we can just kick it right into some sports talk because this is a sports podcast, according to the opening. Of this show. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Sam, are you freaking ready? I'm freaking ready. All right. Well, well, we'll start off with a very easy one, a big softball, and a very good positive note for Sam. Uh, the NBA draft happened last week, and uh, the Chicago Bulls selected Wendell Carter Jr. Um, out, of, out of Duke. Sam, we all know you're a huge Wendell Carter Jr. fan. What do you think? I hated the pick. Uh, no surprise. The Bulls seem to make a mistake every year. They do something wrong all the time. I, I couldn't stand it. It's not, a, it's not a wow pick. You weren't excited for it whatsoever. Um, he wasn't even the best player on his team in college. Um, this, is, this, this gives me zero excitement. The NBA is a league of shooters. You shoot the ball. Uh, he's not going to be able to shoot. He's a defensive player. He's somewhat athletic. I hate the pick. You should have traded down if you're going to pick somebody as bad as that. I hated it. Couldn't stand the pick. What would you have preferred? Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna take a big man at that spot, you either move up to take Bamba, who can shoot a little, or you sit back. You can still take Wendell Carter. Still a stupid pick. But when you see MPJ is sitting there at 14, I think you trade down or you trade up that second pick. You make sure you get MPJ. Make this an interesting day for a Bulls fan. We're we're the Chicago Bulls. We're a big market team. Make it interesting. They did not do that. If they if, failed. If they did trade up that second pick and then gave away like next year's first round pick for Michael Porter Jr. but kept Wendell Carter, would you say those are that's like a really good draft with two really good picks? 
I would say that's a pretty good draft. I would be content with that because you're you're still again we're not competing. We're not a team that's in the top. You know we're not competing in the East. Um, make it at least interesting for Bulls fans. You drafted again a guy that's second. He was the second best player on Duke last year. That's not a bad spot to be in, but it's just not entertaining for a Bulls fan. Yeah, well, um, it was not Trey Young, which really, really broke my heart. Because yeah. those of you who were listening <laughs> last week, Sam said he was going to renounce his his 2018-19 uh, Chicago Bulls fandom if uh, Trey Young was a Bull next year. That would yeah, nice. That would have stunk. Um, Fun for us. He stinks. I still almost felt like doing. It. I almost texted you guys and said this is just as bad. But wow, yeah, Trey Tra- Tra- Young. That's a close call. Wow. Yeah, I don't know been... if there was much to do to please you in this draft, Sam. I, mean... I would have been. I would have been happy with Kevin Knox. I would have been happy with Colin Sexton. I mean, not thrilled with either one, but I would have been happy with them. At least they're shooters. At least they give me a chance. You know, give me something. Give me something. Big men don't win in this league. That makes sense. Ever heard of Shaquille O'Neal? Oh, yeah. that's a really good point. How about Hakeem Olajuwon? Okay, again. How about the Monstars? <laughs> They're all pretty tall, and they did pretty well for a little bit. That's a really good point. All right, never mind. You guys got me. I'm, I'm bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, moving on to the Bucks pick. Uh, Jake, thoughts on the Big Ragu, the uh, Michael Jordan of Delaware? Uh, Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone can argue he's the Michael Jordan of Delaware. But that was his, um, that was his uh, nickname in in high school. I know it makes sense, which is but, one of the greatest uh, nicknames I, I, of like, all time. <laughs> it's absolutely nothing like exciting, really. He's he's just got we we can hope that this year he adds a little bit of shooting off the bench and someday can replace maybe Tony Snell. But uh, I was really hoping we'd make a trade with Delhi. There was rumors we were looking to package Delhi and the pick. And then there were rumors after that we were trying to trade Bledsoe and Delhi on draft night. So that could possibly still be happening. Question, what kind of package is a pick and Delhi going to get you? Like the next pick? No, we get rid of the contract. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. We would be dumb. We would get nothing. We'd get some shitty player in return and uh, just dump Delhi's contract. But... It uh, didn't happen. We end up, and I'll be, I'm happy with the big ragu. He, he fits in, you know. Uh, we needed shooting, and he can really he can jump out of the gym, which is surprising. Very hot girlfriend. <laughs> do you think that? I mean, how how upset were you knowing that Lonnie Walker was still on the board and went 18? Bucks took obviously Dante at 17. Was there a chance where you're like, oh, this guy's going to be on our podcast soon? I want him on the Bucks. That, I was thinking that, and I only wanted him for the podcast because uh, I, I found out during the draft that he's uh, kind of weird and kind of Kyrie Irving-ish, and, uh, and he can't shoot to save his life. So I, I was happy with Dante DiVincenzo, and now we can interview a spur. You know, that's yeah. pretty cool. Maybe we can get pop after. Speaking of uh, Lonnie Walker, IV, um, we are going to introduce a new segment. It's going to be called Call Bullshit. Um, we are, so last week, Sam sort of introduced it. We came up with it this, this past week. Sam just threw out a random name last week that wasn't a real name. And he said, yeah, this guy's climbing up my uh, draft board. And we just, and we just went along with it. And then later on in in the show, Sam's like, yeah, by the way, I I just, I just made up that name. That wasn't real. So what we're going to do from here on out is it's going to be a call bullshit. We're going to have just any episode going. And if somebody comes up with a lie, 
the other two people have a chance to call bullshit on that lie. And if, if that happens, the person who came up with the lie has to throw a dollar in the pot. If somebody, um, if we don't ever catch that person in that lie, the other two people have to throw money in the pot. And we're going to have this pot grow and grow and grow until we get Lonnie Walker IV on the show. And the person that gets him on the show takes home the cash. It's essentially a free parking in uh, Monopoly. Uh, guys, what do you think? I feel like we might be saving a lot of money for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, the attitude I like to hear. <laughs> 20-year career, be writing a book when he's retiring, and then we'll interview him. Hell yeah. Can't wait for that. Sam, thoughts we'll on We'll still be uh, doing this podcast, by the way. Thoughts on the, on the new segment? Well, I think it's going to be a tough go-around for you fellas, because... I think I'm going to dominate this, and then on top of it, I'm going to get uh, Lonnie Walker on the show. Here. I'm Actually, I'm going to stall the Lonnie Walker interview because I know it's on the – like I'm right there with him. I'm going to stall it a couple weeks just so I can win an extra couple bucks. He's like calling you week after week. He's like, Sam, when the hell can I come on? You're like, dude, shut the – like leave me alone. Let me live my life. Like I'll, I'll, I'll get you on when we can fit you in. And he's like, Sam, I've listened – you haven't had a guest on in three and a half months. I know you can have me on. And you're like, dude, I have, I have mouths to feed. I have my own mouth, and then I have your mouth because you're a bum. Lonnie, Lonnie, I don't think you get it. There's $24 in this pot right now. I don't know if you know how much money that is, but it's a good amount. Sam, I'm, I'm, I'm up for the Hall of Fame right now. This thing has been going on for 18 years. I just had a Hall of Fame career, and I've been retired for five years. Let me on your show. <laughs> want, want the pot, man. That's all I'll say. That's yeah. all I'll say. But uh, Lonnie Walker, note number two, uh, his his draft um, picture where he's he's on the stage with his hat on is top five most ridiculous basketball pictures that I've ever seen. I like I mean, with those the draft pictures. I mean, he'll go down with like the giant suits and the big red suits. Yeah. The first thing you I know? thought of was uh, Tracy McGrady going to that to that photo shoot in the suit that was like ten sizes too big. Yeah, exactly. He'll be one of those pictures forever. And can we also say that him not coming on before the draft has clearly been a detriment to his draft stock. Like, he was talking about an easy lottery pick. Drops all the way to 18 after not interviewing with us. Coincidence? I mean, probably not. They're just piling up, unless you think just coincidence happens all the time. We have yet to have a single example of a bad guest uh, or a guest go on to a bad, bad fortune. Well, and you would think that he would want to hop on since, I mean, not to brag, again, I'm kind of a man of the Lord. You would think you'd want to be closer with him before the Shot draft, the before Lord. the season. Um, I was, I was, I'm still surprised. I don't know. Maybe he's intimidated by us. Sam, give me your top 20 favorite books of the Bible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Get back to me later. But just... Are those the ones with the numbers? All right, we're just gonna move on, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit that back up later for the summer segments. Is gonna resume. Um, other 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 draft news, obviously. Um, uh, DeAndre Aiden goes one, uh, Bagley two, Luka Doncic and his incredibly hot mom go three. Um, do you guys have have any thoughts on the draft as a whole? Well, there was a trade at three. The Hawks drafted Doncic, but traded him to the Mavericks for. Trey Young and a 2021 first round pick, which is pretty mind blowing. You have a chance to have Don Chick, but you're like you you just deferring ever being good until two years from now, which is bold move. They're tanking through the draft basically was what they're doing there. That GM was pretty much like I'm going to give a gift. 
to the next GM because I'm going to lose these next two years. I'm going to be fired, and here's here's my gift to the next guy because that's what you're getting in 2021. You got to win now, but I get it. It's it's not bad. It's just it is what it is. You you got it. You got another first round pick to go along with your already first round pick. It's not to say Trey Young is going to be terrible, but yeah, you you hate Trey Young. How can you defend this? I'm trying to I'm trying to go opposite. Trey Young's going to be the worst. Yeah, Donchuk's going to be amazing. I think they totally blew it. I think the Mavericks are going to be awesome. I love that the Mavericks got him though. Because was there a thing? I saw. I read a thing on his weight. Did he have a weight issue? Like he still Donchuk's, has like a fluctuating weight issue. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. He had like a like a forty to fifty pound like scale back and forth. I don't know what that word is. What's it? Yeah, like in science yeah, where it's like fluctuation of fluctuation something. Yeah, whatever. Sure. We're not. We're not scientists, guys. We're dudes, and we talk sports, and we talk about chicks. <laughs> but uh, that's weird that he had a weight problem. <laughs> he played yeah, no, nine he, games this year. You'd think that would keep him in. Like most, all the college kids played like 35 games at most, and uh, Don Chicks played 90. Yeah, he's basically played like 10 months straight without any offseason. Yeah, he was in like three different leagues and won MVP in like all of them, and yeah, that was like the same thing with Rubio too, man, and he's like MVP over here too. So. He sure is. Wow. Yeah, but he's like twenty-seven. He's just he just doesn't have the right people around him, you know. That's just one of those guys. That's all it was. It's not his hideous shot or like his his inability to work with stars. It's just it's yeah. It's he doesn't have anything to work with. Yeah. Not, he's just a shorter, less athletic, less cool Rajon Rondo. Yeah. Did you guys have a steal of the draft? Did you think there was like a really good value pick in the draft? I thought the uh, Michael Porter Jr. falling that far was interesting. Yeah, but, that's uh, got to be number one. DeAndre Ayton. The artwork of the draft, did you guys watch when <laughs> the 76ers drafted Mikel Bridges? Yeah. And his yeah. mom, who works for them, was like crying because she was so happy. His mom works for him. He grew up in Philly. He goes to Villanova, gets has a great college career, wins a championship, gets drafted by Philly, and he's a perfect fit for him. And then continue, Jake. And then three picks later, we find out he was traded to the Phoenix Suns. That is the uh, worst. <laughs> that is the absolute worst. It also doesn't even make sense for the Sixers, because like, Bridges is like a win-now kind of guy, because he's 22 and he's you know, a stud. But either way, it was... Awful. I, everyone was heartbroken for his mother. Apparently, he was doing interviews for like 30 minutes after the trade, still wearing a 76ers hat because no one wanted to tell him. That sucks. To be, to be fair, in his spot, do you want to see your mom every single day or do you want to go live in Phoenix? Like, well, hey, mom, he's not gonna every see his single mom day on the way day. to work. Like, he's he's still going to like do do his thing, you know? For sure, but I mean, you, you got sent to Phoenix. So I, I think you're all right. You, you're doing okay. You got sent to Phoenix. It's a young team. It's, it's oh awesome. My God. He, I would so much rather be on the 76ers, who are also an incredibly young team, but they're actually good. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's Plus, true. Phoenix yeah. has, has one of the highest ST, uh, STD rates. I don't know why, but I know that. I don't know why. So if you were, you were drafted to the Bulls, and then they trade you three picks later, Sam, how, how do you feel? <laughs> you know? Less media scrutiny. I'm, happy. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the positives. I'd say the Bulls have a shitty organization. They just picked Wendell Carter Jr. I know yeah, I'm fine. You're trading to the Knicks, who are oh. in every... Hey, speaking of the Knicks, they, they booed Kevin Knox this year, too. I know, dude. That was... Why do the Knicks everybody. continue to do that? Why do they do that? I'm, I'm at a loss for every single year. They do it. 
And it's, it's like a terrible. Gimmick. They want to look like idiots for some reason. <laughs> it's why do you start off on the wrong foot every single year? You're the worst fans for that. You're terrible. They had the camera on the Porzingis kid again. The kid who cried at Porzingis. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. He again. But you could see his dad right next to him booing too. So I was like, I wonder where he learns that from. His asshole dad. You know? Yeah. Terrible. They're terrible fans for that. Absolutely yeah. terrible. Steal of the draft is Costas Antetokounmpo. Dayton <laughs> freshman pick 60 to the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. So Philly knew what they were doing in the draft all along. How about that? So Wait, full the Mavericks. Huh? He went to the Mavericks. And then, and trade. then, and then they, traded. they traded him to, to Philly. No, he was drafted. Philly Get took him. Here. What? Mark Cuban has him. I know that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Whatever. I'll cut that. I'm not cutting <laughs> People that. People are saying he took him to lure Giannis to Dallas in a few years. But I was like, I think that's really stupid because Giannis's contract isn't up for three more seasons, and Costas will probably be cut by then because he averaged like 1.8 points at Dayton. <laughs> yeah, well, well Dayton's, Dayton's a powerhouse. We all know that. That's and... a good point. He was going up against future superstars. And that just showed how, how much I watched the draft. I was actually uh, not watching it. Spoiler alert. Um, I think I actually worked the entire draft. But uh, the NBA awards happened. <clears throat> sorry. NBA awards happened. James Harden, MVP. Dwayne Casey, awkwardly, is the uh, coach of the year. Um, what else happened? Talk about, talk about the worst, most cringy show ever. I turned it on for about 20 minutes. And there was, because Drake, last, remember Drake last year? Drake was, was awesome last year. It was awesome. They tried to do the same thing with, like, Rihanna this year and, like, all these different people. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. I had to turn it off because it hurt me, hurt my soul. It was so cringy and just just not funny. Plus, it makes it not as cool when, like, the best player ever doesn't show up. Like, he thinks he's better than that because LeBron wasn't even there, right? I don't even – I just heard that he wasn't I didn't there, know right? that, that Lonnie Walker didn't attend the uh, awards. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, <laughs> you you yeah. shifty little guy. <laughs> no, I, I saw that LeBron wasn't there. It makes it so less appealing just because of that. Like, this guy, clearly best player in the league, doesn't even give a shit. Like, he doesn't care about your awards. He doesn't care at all. Um, Suck. Yeah, I saw that. And I saw James Harden wore, like, the most ridiculous suit of all time. Not to say that's a, that's a shot at him or anything, but it looks terrible. It just, <laughs> the whole thing was kind of weird. I, I still think LeBron should have won MVP and GM of the year for his magic he worked in mid, you know midway through the season with all those trades. I wouldn't whatever. say GM of the year. Definitely give him MVP, but his his team was quite bad. His his team was quite bad before, and then it was just less bad. Just because you have like uh, like ten pounds of turds and you take away one pound and now you have less turds doesn't mean you're a great turd remover. <laughs> I just came up with that. That was fucking awesome. That was a great turd. Analogy. Top ten of all time. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Thoughts, Sam. Oh yeah, I just blew his mind. Oh no. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna log off or I'm gonna I'm gonna get off, I'll hop back on if you guys are still on later. I just gotta comprehend all that. <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go sit in a corner for a few hours. <laughs> but yeah, were there any shocks on the uh, awards? I'm sure they were all leaked anyway. I don't know. I mean it was it, it's a boring show. They should obviously announce these awards way earlier. They just want to have this show at the end of the year. But, like, every other sport announces its MVP. So, like, they wait, like, a month after the finals. Like, nobody cares anymore. Like, what are yeah. you doing? 
What are you doing? <laughs> the season's over. Like the MVP, James Harden got eliminated a long time ago. Like who cares? Yeah, you I think I would say it makes it not as cool when LeBron just shits on everybody in the finals too. Like, and then you, you and then you go the other way. You know, like you just watch LeBron dominate every everybody. He put on one of the best finals performance or best uh, playoff performances of all time. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna forget about the playoffs and what he did, and we're still gonna give it to Harden. Not to say that Harden doesn't deserve it. It's just to say that kind of makes it less, even more less appealing. Yeah, but the voting happened before the playoffs, but they don't announce it until after. So that's why it's all messed up. And that's you're right, though, that like LeBron putting on a show like that definitely demeans James Harden. Because yeah. James Harden was the MVP of the regular season, but the full season, it's clearly LeBron, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's always close. LeBron. If it's, whenever it's not LeBron, it's a joke. He should be the MVP every year. He, eh. you, you, if you take him off any team that he's on, they're going to drop 20 points plus games yeah but uh that one like some guys just drag their teams like lebron did this year james harden did that not this year but two years ago all the way to the finals to get smacked by lebron with Kyrie and kevin love and it was literally james harden and nobody like he he drugged that team and he didn't get his mvp so now they're just kind of making it up to him this year even though he also deserved it kind of this year and then how annoying is it that now the OKC Thunder, a, like a new team in a new city, had three MVPs on a team, and as far as they ever got the conference finals, I saw if if Eric Bledsoe wins MVP this year, they would have drafted four straight MVPs. So <laughs> keep an eye out for that. The year is young. <laughs> they yeah, and they drafted all three. It was like back to back. It was like KD, then Russell, then Harden. Yeah, that. GM of the year, that that's incredible. That is yeah. so cool. Can you uh, imagine? That's probably never. I don't think that's ever happened. There's no way. I can't even imagine no, it, any other. It's all over the place. It's definitely a first time thing. But KD was a Sonics, so that's a little disappointing. You know, for one full season. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what else. We have Space Jam Two potentially coming out. Uh, the big rumor today is that LeBron is going to use. Uh, Instagram TV and the Space Jam 2 uh, trailer to announce where he's going in free agency. Oh my god, dude. That, he is a genius. Man. That is going to sell the shit out of that movie. You yes. can't... Okay, you can hate it, but... No, I, I'm, I'm in the same exact boat Jake is. I hate the move so much, but as a business major in college, I respect the living shit out of this move. It's a Beyonce move. Like, making lemonade right after... You know, Jay-Z cheese. Like, it's genius. Yes. It's a guy that has a serious problem. It's a guy that has a serious, I need to be in the spotlight 24-7 no matter what. Nothing, you know, nobody can get in the way. I have to dominate the offseason no matter what every single year. He's such a drama. He's such a, he's such a diva. I can't believe people buy into that crap. Oh, yeah, now everybody's got to go see the movie. Fuck that movie. I'll never see that movie. Never. I will boycott the movie. I'll stand outside the movie theater. I don't care about this fucking decision anymore. I will 100% watch that movie. <laughs> I'll probably go see it in theaters because I love Space oh, Jam. Oh, I would 1. definitely go see it in theaters. Actually, Uncle Drew just came out, so I'm probably going to see that soon. Yeah, that looks so bad. I just got back from the movie theater. There was a line out the door to go see it. But anyway, yeah. Sam, do you know how much I want his decision to somehow go to Chicago? And just watch you and every other Bulls fan that I know just oh, bite their tongue. After they just no, no, will yeah. not. Hey, you, uh-huh. hey, 
Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Will uh-huh. not bite my tongue. I promise you, I promise on my whole entire existence that I would never bite my tongue on my true feelings and opinions on LeBron James. Okay. Great player. Great player. Would I be happy to see the Bulls winning? Yeah, but I would not. The finals, you're, you're saying you're not cheering LeBron's name as he drags you guys to the finals? Oh. <laughs> yes. It would be so beautiful, yes. dude. Imagine Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, it'll it'll never happen. Either Rodgers or Brady, two people that I hate to my core, somehow come yeah. to Chicago and take him <laughs> to a Super Bowl, and then they give the Lombardi Trophy to him and to the Bears. I'd be like, oh my god, I fucking love this guy. <laughs> yeah. The only way it would be right is if they still brought Derrick Rose back, just because they know they're gonna like get to the finals and possibly win. <laughs> right. Move on. Hand, hand that trophy to Derrick Rose first, and it's all okay. You know hand the trophy to Derrick Rose. That would make me so happy just for you. Like seeing seeing Derrick Rose on a team as basically uh, like a Make a Wish kid, and then LeBron <laughs> giving him <laughs> giving him the trophy would make my heart so warm because I know how happy that would make you. And then have like Joakim not play and be on the team all year, but have him come out for the celebration in, like a tank top too. Kind of like that, how uh, that Kendrick Perkins. Does it. Kind of like how Kendrick Perkins was for the uh, Cavs this year. <laughs> Colton, Colton, you nailed it. Sign no, Joakim to whatever contract that was. <laughs> that was. That's called the old suit and tie uh, contract. That guy did not suit up once all year. So yeah, I so, swear, I think Kendrick Perkins probably paid the Cavs just to do that to stay relevant. Like, like who is Kendrick Perkins? Yeah. Well, I mean, he had that Instagram post where he said he ain't going nowhere and he was eating Popeye's chicken in his private plane. Which is which, <laughs> after getting arrested which for is, having a bunch of money. Yeah, that is a Hall of Fame Instagram post. I loved it. Yeah, he's a bit, no, I like him. I, I've liked him since then. But uh, I was I was talking shit about the NBA awards and everything, but I just realized that we just talked about the NBA for like most of the show, and it is not the NBA season. So, you know what I mean? That's true. Like, that's, yeah, pretty, that, that's called that's called marketing, kids. We yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. God damn it, God. <laughs> You know what, I guess I, I do have one final NBA note that I, I didn't even put in the uh, rundown. Did you guys see Dwayne Wade um, is either going to play one more year and retire or retire this year and then gather a gaggle of rich people and they're going to buy um, everything that's needed to bring a team back to Seattle? Dwayne Wade said he is 100%. That's his uh, retirement goal. You know, I'm not going to call both because I think that's real. That's real. And I think Russell Wilson's in on it too and some other people. Some other athletes. <laughs> the second, the second lamest player in the NFL, and a guy that's also stay, trying to stay relevant, are attempting to buy a team. Whatever. Oh yeah, I don't like Russell Wilson, but I really like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> so I'm in, <laughs> and I love yeah. the Seattle SuperSonics. That's a, I want to bring him back too. So that's our Dwayne Wade was really legendary with the Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, hey, Derek so, Rose so is Derek that, Rose. You know? <laughs> Sam, what's the uh, Derek Rose update? I, you know what, I got nothing. I'll have to get in contact with his people, but uh, I would love to do that like every episode. Just, you know, I, I, I want I want to know more about Derrick Rose, and uh, the most recent article on him was from like two months ago, so okay. that's so all I got. From here on out, we'll, we'll have a, a segment that is Sam's Derrick Rose update, and he's going to stalk the shit out of his Twitter and Instagram, and Sam, I don't even care if it's basketball related. If if Derrick Rose like has like, has, like a, a, a cookout and like swims by the pool, I want to know all about it. I'm going to – there's nothing on his Twitter. I already looked this up right before. There's nothing on his Twitter. Um, so it's going to be really hard. I'm going to try and, like, check his followers and then find his friends and then just be like, hey, 
what do you know about Derrick Rose? And if they just say like uh, he he plays basketball, that'll be what I'm reporting. <laughs> you're gonna have like so the, he, you're gonna have like the uh, FBI like like come knock at your door and be like, uh, "Sir, we have reason to believe that you are stalking Derrick Rose, and we need you to come with us." And we just found all the Derrick Rose shirts and jerseys in your room, and we're really and, and also we have uh, just. Um, recovered all of your Lonnie Walker IV DMs, and we think that you have a, you have an anger problem. Hey, I'll be I'll be so pumped. We can confirm you are definitely stalking Derek Ross. I'll be so pumped. I think I would think that they're going the other way. Like they're like the FBI is trying to find out more about Derek Rose and his everyday things too. That they brought me on to like try and help them out as well. I think that's that's kind of where that would go. I think kind of how the uh, government hires hackers to help them fight other hackers. Yeah, they would hire me to figure out, like, where's Derrick Rose and what's he doing every single day. That's, that's that sounds like what I'm a crazy thinking. person would say while they're arresting him. Like, nice, guys, now we can go get him. You know, <laughs> we can find his ass, and you're getting thrown in the back of their cop car. Yeah. Yeah, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we'll uh, move sports here. Speaking of a crazy person, um, it is uh, neither confirmed nor denied that uh, Janoris Jenkins has a dead body in his house. Uh, Janoris Jenkins of the New York Football Giants. Uh, apparently, he was out of the country, and now he has a dead body found in his house. His team and his family all know about it. They were all at his house in the in the past few days and weeks. Uh, do you guys have any knowledge or thoughts on this? I wouldn't say any knowledge because nobody really has that much uh, information. But yeah, what if this is- Sam? What if Jake had every piece of like evidence and like information, very specific details, like he was there. <laughs> Yeah, like I know it was a guy, he snuck into his house, he, he uh, slipped a key, he, he found four and a half steps, I yelled his name, he turned around and said, what, and then I shot him. Hey, if you, if you would have told us, if you would have told us that you were going to make up a story before this too, like this whole intricate detailed story about how that happened, I would have gone with it. I wouldn't have said a, th- a thing. I would have kept that line going. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, no. I would I would have wanted like some big media outlet to pick that up. We got we got the guy that knows all about it. And then they come fucking arrest me? Yeah, fucking right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not doing that. The uh, Janoris Jenkins murderer and his associate, the uh, Derek Rose stalker. Derek Rose stalker. <laughs> the old one-two punch of the live Nate one five. I have to fucking sit here by myself and just talk and just fucking talk to people. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we will we'll definitely get more uh, info on that. But that is the only NFL story that I could come up with. Do you guys have anything else? No, the NFL season, nothing is happening in the NFL right now, so. I think that was a, a, you know, going back to Jenkins there, I think it was kind of a power move by him, like kind of intimidate the rest of, you know, he's getting a little bit older, um, intimidate the rest of the league, show that you're you're kind of a badass, like. I don't want to talk shit to him anymore, that's a fact. Yeah, you step on the line with him and it's like, oh, yeah. fuck, yeah. <laughs> like, don't try, mess with this guy. try talking shit to, like, Ray Lewis in, like, 2004. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Lewis, great tackle there. You, you kind of blew up my knee, but I re- I want to thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> Bitch, I'll kill you. I know you will. Please, please go back to your sideline. <laughs> oh, dude. Video of Chad Ochocinco trying to block Ray Lewis, and he just gets absolutely lit up, and then he gets up, he says, go hit Ray, go hit Ray, and then he runs to the sideline, like, squealing because he's hurt. Uh, he's like... Ah. And he runs to his coach like, I tried to block Ray. I tried to block Ray. I shouldn't have done it. Oh, my God. That guy is a murderer. <laughs> that guy has yeah. killed people. And that is a He's fact. He's God, yeah. though. A lot like Sam. A lot like Sam. Oh, you guys actually share a lot of qualities. 
athletic ability, mana god, murderer? <laughs> uh, you know, most people would say I'm a mana god, yeah. All right, we'll move on to the uh, Major League Baseball. <laughs> um, we will finish this uh, nice little portion with our great interview, second over, or second round pick, Chicago Cubs, Brennan Davis. But before, let's talk about how depressing it is to be a Cubs fan right now. Um, Cubs are currently losing their sixth straight game. You guys want to? You want a live update here? Anyone? Anyone uh, know the score? It's two to two right Ooh, now. Okay. Top of the sixth. Let's go. Okay. All right. Well, then. What? You guys are listening to this a couple days after it's over. I'm sure <laughs> it will be fascinating. Stay tuned. So, yeah, we'll give you the update. <laughs> It'll be the first one to know right here on Live from the one 5 But the Cubs have lost five straight. They have they got swept in a four-game series by the powerhouse Big Red Machine, that I like to call them, Cincinnati Reds. I like right. to call them the literal color Reds, you know, because <laughs> that's the worst name ever, but uh, yeah, you guys got swept. I don't know what's happening with the Cubs. It's their pitching seems to be like falling apart as well. You guys had a guy I've never heard of pitching the other night versus Luke the Dodgers. Farrell? Was that it? Or was it something with a D? <laughs> Duh. Oh, fucking last night. What was it? Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne Underwood? Was it Underwood? Yeah. He yeah, he pitched like the four, and pretty, did pretty well. He was but, uh, he was I, like I a pretty big, he was a top one hundred prospect like six years ago. <laughs> he was a right. he was well, a pre CEO guy. Yeah, I, I looked him up. I saw he had like a four something ERA in AAA, so he was just in eating. He's been eating. he's been pretty bad for a while. But uh, speaking of the Cubs, our boy Rob Zestrizny, live from the one five alum, he's been coming up and he's been dealing. He's been pitching so well that you can tell how well he's pitching because he's not responding to any of my texts anymore. <laughs> That's how you know they've made it. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to keep texting him and hope he doesn't find me annoying. Wait, my... yeah, how many how many texts have you sent him? Twice. Two texts. Oh, okay. Not terrible. Once, was, almost... a, uh, once was a uh, congratulatory, hey, man, uh, good good job on the uh, call-up. Uh, keep keep doing your thing. And then when he was on, we had a, we had a, a little back and forth little like guy stuff about a phrase um the best of best ability is availability so i i finished that first text with that and then the second one uh he came in and he came in in like the uh like the 13th inning and pitched like one tenth or one third of an inning got the win and i said hey man great win at this rate you'll you'll keep racking up wins have a great second half like arietta did and you'll get some cy young votes that's funny <laughs> and he did not respond to that one so it's not looking good. Hey, just good. coming, coming from a guy that might know a thing or two about stalking. Uh, three texts with no replies when you're desperate. Anything That's after three is when you're stalker. That's why I'm only okay. I'm two. just saying. I'm saying. Just be prepared. If he, if he sees the third one, he's like back off. Like I can't. I feel like professional athletes, like from their friends and family, probably rack up texts after every like outing. Yeah. So he's probably just one of the many he clicks through. Yeah, which I, I mean, like Jake just said, friends and family. Exactly. I'm both. I, I chose my words I'm here. both. <laughs> All right, Sam, Sam's spitting. spitting in my comments, I guess. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't appreciate what I'm talking about. Um, so I had a pistachio in my mouth. Sorry, so, yeah, Cubs are going are gonna to keep losing, probably never win again. Hugh Darvish is going to come back. He's going to deal in his, uh, he just had a, a single-A start, looks great. He's going to have double, triple-A starts. He's, he's going to look great. He'll come up and he'll suck ass. Um... <laughs> Speaking of sucking ass, the socks are still terrible. Do you guys have any there's, pluses on the socks? There's nothing to update. There's nothing to update. They hey, suck. They still suck. Lately, finally, uh, last 
two games he's had, or last like five games he's had like six extra base hits. So yeah, a couple dingers, you know. Yeah, he's he's starting to heat up, and that's the only positive. And Rodon's looked pretty good. He's back from injury. He looks like he could actually be a good pitcher again if he stays healthy. So uh, I, I did hear this uh, question on the internet for you two Sox fans: um, if if uh, you could trade um, Jose Abreu, if that meant late, like you will get earlier arrival of Eli Jimenez playing first, would you do it, or would you keep? Abreu there to, like, mentor. I like Abreu here for... Mostly for Robert, Luis Robert, because, you know, I'm still he's, saying he's Robert, got human thing. Luis Robert is so much better than Luis Robert. I like calling him Lou Bob. But, um, Bob yeah, I'd good. rather just keep him, because I'll take Eloy in left, because it's not like we have anyone holding him back. You know, our, our corner outfielders are pretty terrible, other than Avi. But uh, the, well, the don't most, talk shit about I, it because we're gonna have him on, on the podcast soon, or we, we sure are gonna try. <laughs> uh, but backing off of that, the most exciting thing about the White Sox right now is that Jose Abreu is leading the All Star votes for first baseman in the AL by three hundred thousand over Yuli Gurriel from the Astros, and Mitch Moreland is four hundred thousand. So White Sox fans are actually coming out in spades for Abreu. I love it. You know, you're g- glad to see that. Reward him with something, because he's never going to, uh, <laughs> he might never see the playoffs. So uh, let's reward him with some all-star votes uh, as a starter. I did see that um, a few Cubs are uh, in the race. We have um, Addison That's Russell. For, like every single, uh, every every single position, they're in second. Yeah. Hey, um, seriously, what, Sam? You, you want to be serious right now? Let's hear serious, Sam. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think keeping a Brady would be great. I think he's a mentor. We have a lot of young guys coming up through the system. Why not hold on to him? We're not going to compete, and we're not going to get enough prospects to make it worth you know anything for us, for him. Um, I just I don't see a reason to get rid of him. I mean, unless we do, because a team could need a first baseman like the Yankees could offer us a Clint Frazier, because they don't really have room for him. I would be so no fucking mad if you guys got Clint, Fra- Clint Frazier for Abreu. I'd be furious. I'd be dude. I'm just saying, some of you get desperate. I mean, he's putting up great numbers. But uh, talking about the Cubs, you know how their fans always like to, you know, vote the shit out of their players in the All-Star game. They are in second in basically every position. At catcher, Contreras is behind Posey. It's pretty close. At first, for some reason, Anthony Rizzo is, behind, is in second. He's behind Freddie Freeman by, like, 1.3 million votes, so that's not going to happen. Second base, Javier Baez is in second place behind Ozzy Albies. Third When's base, the last time he had a home run? Baez? Baez? I feel like he had 12 to start the year in, like, 12 games and then hasn't had one since. Well, I mean, he, he probably hit a few when I was in uh, Australia because I fucking... <laughs> yeah. I came, so I come back. back. Um, yeah, I come back, and since I uh, got back to the States and I put my foot on the ground, and that, and that is including... I got back as they're playing a game. Um, they are three and eight. They were, oh. <laughs> they were on a tear when I was gone, and now they are three and eight. If that happened to Jake or I, we'd be like, oh, wow. Socks. Oh, oh, three yeah. and eight. Cruising, baby. <laughs> three, and, three and eight for the socks. <laughs> Lucky charm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, and then speaking of um, earlier, I was, I was naming off some – Cubs players, I named Addison Russell. Did you guys hear that he's going to have his third baby with with his third baby mama? Oh, wow. Yeah. 
And then like players uh, only. So all these uh, all these other stories came out at, when that got announced because obviously he had his whole domestic violence thing last year. Uh, and then there were other stories coming out where um, what's the fucking guy down in uh, Miami always wears a flat bill reporter. Lonnie Walker, Ivy. <laughs> the guy who he does he does a little bit of everything. Dan, Dan Levitard. <laughs> oh yeah. Dan Dan Levitard comes out and he says he has sources that say um, that. What's his name? Fucking Addison Russell was at a club every single night during their opening um, series of the year against uh, Miami. So he's just like known for being like fucking. He 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 like doesn't take it seriously. He's not fucking. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like like yeah, I'm sure he's like putting in his work, but he's not actually going out and he's not um, like actually. He's not like, playing Anthony Rizzo where yeah. they're probably in bed by nine every night. I'm not saying. Know? But, like, I'm not saying you have to do that either. Like, you just, you're No, just, you just don't go to the club when you're playing a series in Miami. That's not cool at all. Your opening season. Your opening yeah. series of the year. <laughs> That's crazy. Isn't that annoying? So That is annoying. It might, hopefully it doesn't hurt his trade value because I figure the Cubs should just try to, might want to try to trade him. I am all in on, on uh, trading him. But I guess we can uh, move on. Do you guys know anything about the uh, College World Series? Uh, yeah, the Oregon State lost tonight. Our boy Nick Madrigal went over, over four. So uh, that's nice to see. But uh, it's a best of three, so they're gonna have to win two in a row. And I want to point out that they've been uh, on an elimination game three different times in this World Series, and they just end up winning three or four in a row and making it. So they're better with their backs against the wall. So watch out, Oregon State. I don't know anything about them. I've been watching it a lot just because of the Sox uh, guy. And their catcher is a switch hitter. He has like a 1,100 OPS this year. And he's going to be a top five pick next year. So he could be a White Sox to be soon. And I just I would love a really good catching prospect. Well, isn't Zach Collins? Yeah, whatever. He's a DH. No, he's doing pretty, he's a DH. He's pretty well. He's a DH. He's going to be a first baseman DH, honestly. I mean, maybe not, but yeah, exactly. Sam, do you have any more baseball comments? Uh, what's his face pooped his pants? Um, we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> Yo, what is his name? Do you know? What's his name again? Jake, well, we just said it. A pitcher from Arizona. Uh, he's got a long, he's got a big beard. Archie Bradley. Archie Bradley. That's a cool move. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, so tell me the story. You guys said it before the show. I didn't hear about it. As a guy who has pooped his pants... So many times since he turned since he turned eight, uh, eighteen, I want to know all all about Archie Bradley. Well, what he what he said he was doing is he was getting ready to be called in. Like uh, he knew that it was like a couple pitches away, and he said he gets like jitters, so he like pees, like he has to pee all the time, like right, right before he goes in. So he goes to pee, and as he's peeing, I guess he takes a poop, and it wasn't like a it wasn't like a little poop. It was like it was like a good sized poop, <laughs> and he like said he didn't have any time to like figure it out so he's just trying to do you know damage control cleans up as much as he can and then has to run on and like you know run into the field pitches pitches a great inning and i don't know it's just kind of crazy it's like the most down-to-earth man story you could think of like a guy just pooped his pants then did his job yeah um well we have some research by a a random redditor because he he broke it down that there was a 2-2 count and he had to get out there blah, blah blah and the um only there's a clear cut answer, and it was this season. And there's only two occurrences where there's a two and two count. Where before he came on, 
One was in Oakland where there is no bathroom in the bullpen. The other is against the Astros at home. So it's probably Oakland without the bathroom in the bullpen. We found out exactly when it happened, where it happened, and why it happened. So full poop breakdown. Just wanted to fill everyone in. Yeah, he pooped his pants. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Outside of that, um, oh, Colton, this is a good one for you. Uh, real quick, um, who's the the relief pitcher said uh, told Rizzo to shut up? Is there is there a problem? Do you have a problem with that? <laughs> uh, no, because he was he was blowing the game while that was happening, and then he blew the game after it happened. So like, I can suck a dick. Wait, the relief pitcher or Rizzo? The relief pitcher. He was like, hey, yeah. Rizzo was like calling apparently he like was calling for him to be pulled he was like asking he told like madden like hey i want him to be pulled or something like that. yeah and he was blowing the game and then he tells rizzo to shut the fuck up and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna stay in this game and then he blows the game okay maybe i'm so just how, a rizzo hater so, so it doesn't, was, it doesn't work rizzo out right well. yeah you are a rizzo hater and i'm i will stand by him and chris bryant until i die i think rizzo's a nerd and lame that's awesome thank you nerd lame don't care about the charities. Um, he's a nerd lane. That's a good. That's nerd a good lane. one, Jake. Nerd lane. Boom, nerd lane. Boom roasted. Boom <laughs> He's nerd lane. Oscar, Hopefully he's not gay. listening Boom to this. Roasted. Oh god! I hope he's not listening. Oh god! Oh man! Well, speaking <laughs> speaking of the Cubs, speaking of uh, future Cub Hall of Famers, we'll kick it over to our interview with Chicago Cubs 2018 second round pick Brennan Davis. Now welcome on a very special guest, Chicago Cubs second round pick, Brennan Davis. Woo! Woo! Brennan, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming on. All right. Well, um, as usual for our interviews, we're just going to dive into the hardest hitting questions. Um, your name is Brennan, B-R-E-N-N-E-N. Um, yes. How annoying was it growing up that I'm sure you got a lot of Brandon? Is, is this true? It is extremely true, actually. Um, I actually had my senior night. We got like a a bat with our name our name engraved on it. Mine was engraved wrong. Oh, like God. I didn't play for the team for four years. So <laughs> yeah, I it, feel your pain. Um, I golfed in in high school for four years, and my name's Colton, and my coach called me Colin for four years. So uh, so far, we are pretty much the same exact person. <laughs> Basically. Uh, Showing off our research, uh, were you one of the greatest players at your high school to ever play, or have you had other players from there drafted in the second round? Is that a uh, strong baseball school? Um, I'm actually the highest draft picked out of my school, but we've had around five or six guys that got drafted. Yeah, whatever. Not that high, though. Yeah, not that high. You didn't spell your name right. All right, so most of our research time honestly went into uh, reading about your goat and llamas. Uh, it just seemed to come up every time we looked you up. So uh, you get drafted by the Cubs. I'm not sure. Have you uh, heard the uh, legend of the Cubs curse and the goat? I I'm sure you have. Yeah, and uh, have you talked to anyone about inviting your goat to Wrigley and if he would be accommodated? You know what, that, that hasn't come up yet, but I'm sure it will in future talks with uh, the higher-up guys, but 
I'm just <laughs> just trying to take it slow right now. I'm not trying to force my goat upon anybody. <laughs> that's that's a good way to uh, go through life, I've heard. But I'm sure that's all the uh, higher ups are are even talking about up in the uh, HQ over in uh, yeah. Chicago. But um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? No, that's I was just agreeing. All right, so um, speaking of goats, here's a question that nobody has ever asked on any sports show ever that me and Jake just came up with. Who is the GOAT, MJ, or LeBron? Not a bad question, huh? It's not a bad question. Creative. Man, that's a very hard question. Thank you. Do you have an answer? Uh, you know what? Can they split it? Oh, man. <laughs> well, you're, you're going to Chicago now. you got to be careful out there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, little Jordan. A little a little Jordan. We'll take it. We'll take that. A little bit of Jordan. Yeah. God, great question, Colton. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that was an awesome question. Um, so we read that you were also a basketball star, even winning Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, so what kind of basketball player were you? You know, like a guard? And uh, what was it like having to give that up? How much did you love basketball growing up, too? Yeah, so I was a guard. And growing up, I loved basketball and baseball almost equally, but I always knew it was going to come down to whatever sport I saw myself going further in, and I could see myself having the best future in, and doors started opening for baseball, and I knew that was the path I needed to, I needed to take, so it was really hard giving up basketball, but I think it paid off in the end. Can you dunk? I can dunk. <laughs> oh God, I, I hope so. Um, I cannot dunk, so I, it, it may sound like our uh, connections are slowly fading. We might not be the same person, but um, but you did give up uh, basketball for baseball, obviously. And uh, after being drafted, or or even before in the uh, pre-draft process, did you ever read articles on yourself or like watch videos on people scouting you and realize that people have no idea what they're talking about? <laughs> um, I did watch some stuff on me. Like some some past stuff, and then you like realize how much you improve over a year. So it was it's a little embarrassing because I know it better than what they got recorded. But they were able to come watch me in the spring and saw my improvements because I'm kind of improving every day because I've split sports, so I never really got to hone in on one. But yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice to see that. Yeah, I feel like I would I would read stuff and just and just get super pissed. Yeah. After I got drafted, actually, you should you should have saw the comments on like the Twitter page because they used a picture of me from uh, <laughs> last year, last my junior year, and I was weighing like one seventy five, and just, they were like just soaking what? wet, <laughs> just a scrawny <laughs> bag of bones. Yeah, they were like, "Why'd we draft this twig?" <laughs> yeah how how hard is it to not respond to all those like do you do you actually read them all or or do you just like sit back and be like all right give me give me a few years and you guys will see it's a little bit of both it, it kind of felt like jimmy fallon like where the celebrities read the mean tweets so it's kind of funny yeah yeah but, but in, instead of being like a, a huge celebrity you're just sitting like on your couch yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right um so you uh mentioned you grew up in Arizona. Uh, who did you watch growing up? Who was your favorite baseball team and baseball players? Or were you a Diamondbacks fan, or did, were you somewhere else? Um, I've always been a Diamond, Diamondbacks fan, but I always tried to model my 
my baseball after Lorenzo Cain. Nice. So I just like love the way he plays the game. He's always been a role model to me. Yeah, I live up here in uh, Milwaukee, and he's a real pain in the ass now for me being a uh, Cubs fan. So, um, but no, that's that's definitely a good a good guy to uh, to a uh, model after. Yeah, and not a basic one that you always hear. You know, it wasn't Mike Trout or you yeah. know. Yeah, I I like to I like to shape my game around uh, Mike Trout, but I haven't really played an in, in inning of baseball since sophomore year of high school. So it's been a few years, but but yeah. uh, it's hard to do, you know. Thank you. Yeah. So um, you. You signed your contract already, uh, according to our extensive research, which is usually wrong. Uh, it was one point one million. Is that correct? I did. Yes. How much of that are you going to spend on your goats and llamas? You know what? I probably none of it. Oh man, <laughs> I hope I hope they're not listening. I really do. Yeah, oh, for your sake. Oh man. I might buy them a celebrity. Uh, Celebrity bale of hay since they got Ooh. on the news. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. They, so how how big of a day was that for your house when when the uh, news uh, came in to interview the goats and llamas? It's 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 Marco Polo and what's your what's the goat's name? Henry. Henry. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, it was that was kind of the surreal part of it because it did like believe it or not, it really didn't hit me. That like it all went down like the day before until like the news showed up the next day and wanted to do that interview. So it was like kind of a just a wow, this actually happened kind of thing. Yeah. Um, what what do you plan on? Um, like, what's your big first purchase after, after your contract? Yeah. So I'm gonna be out of the house, and well, our a few of our dogs had passed away. In the recent years, so I'm gonna probably buy my mom a puppy. Oh yes, for, for while I'm gone. That's awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> That's an excellent answer. Like you, you, you're hitting everyone's heartstrings with that one. Um, so you grew up in Arizona and you were committed to go play baseball at Miami. I'm yes. one thing. Have you ever seen snow before? I have. You have. So, have you been to Illinois area? No, then, actually, there's snow up in northern Arizona, ooh, believe it or not. Ooh, mm. It's called Flagstaff. Okay. And it's up by, like, it's kind of by the border of Arizona, but it's up there. And there's high elevation, and it gets snow. So huh. it's not very good It's not very good snow, and some of it's man-made snow, but... Man-made have, snow? We have so much snow, you can have ours. You'll know Chicago snow because it's really dirty and gross on the side of the street forever. So Yeah, yeah up until about uh, like April or May. It's awesome. I'm so <laughs> yeah. excited for you to live here. <laughs> I would love to live in Chicago. Um, uh, where do you report next uh, to start your career? I actually report down here. The spring training's down in Mesa, so... Hmm. Very cool. Going through rookie ball here, so I don't even have to leave home yet. Yeah, are you are you living at home then? I am. Huh, look at that. Yeah. Save money. And when do you start? I've actually already started. Had about 10 days of practice. I should be starting games in the next few days. Awesome. Oh, we'll be sure to keep track of you. Awesome. <laughs> um, so what was it like getting uh, recruited to play college baseball? We're... Are you kind of sure that you were going to get drafted, or were you? did you go to visit a lot of these colleges? Yeah, so 
going into my junior year summer, I didn't have an offer for baseball. And I actually got seen at the area code games. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, we have them around here. Yeah. And that's where I picked up some of my offers. And it was, that's kind of when I knew that baseball was going to be the better route for me because the offers were just more significant, like the schools that were looking at me, like bigger schools. And that's kind of what I wanted to do with my career. Okay, I was just going to ask, when did you get the inkling that you were going to get drafted? Yeah, so after that, team started meeting with me, and I, at the same time, I wasn't, I wasn't even committed to college, so I, I didn't know what I was going to do, because I needed to commit to college, and I, at the time, it, it didn't really seem like a possibility, it just thought, it was like, it was kind of cool that they were visiting with me, like, oh, I didn't really know the significance of it. And then, like, more teams started coming. I met with about 25 of the teams. And at that point, I knew if I played well, did the right things, I had a shot. Who were some of the um, smaller basketball schools that were that were talking to you? Uh, Yale and Cornell. What? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Well, that's... Yeah, that's ever heard of them? I guess. <laughs> yeah, they must be pretty smart with the Yale uh, offer, so that's very cool. At a 4-2. Oh, man. Not a big deal. <laughs> Look at this guy. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so would you rather steal uh, 70, ba- or 70 bags in a season or hit 30 home runs in a season? I'd rather steal 70 bags. I feel like that's a really cool feat to do. Because there's only like two or three guys who do that now, right? Yeah. Not very many. A lot of people hit 30 home runs, though. That's true. That's true. A lot of, a lot of chumps. <laughs> what else you got for him, Jake? Uh, that's, that's pretty much all I got for him. Brandon, do you, do you have anything for us? We always ask. <laughs> Nobody ever does. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say thank you for reaching out. It's been awesome. Hey, yeah, no problem, buddy. Um, if you want, uh, anybody can reach him on the Twitter. Uh, what's the Twitter? Is it at Brennan7777? Yes, B-R-E-N-N-E-N 7777. Yes, not Brandon, Jake, all right? <laughs> Never said that. All right, buddy. Well, best of luck in the, uh, in the uh, Arizona League. Tell the goats and the llamas that we say hi, and we really appreciate you coming on. I will for sure. Thank you. All right. Have a good one, man. Yeah, good luck. Thank you. What an interview, huh? Am I right? That was great. Yeah, uh, goats. Fun fact, right before the interview, we were going to ask him who his like, player comp was, and we were talking about we wanted someone cool that you don't always hear. He ended up using Lorenzo Kane, which is a very cool player comp, and someone to idolize or whatever. That's very interesting. You don't hear that hey. Who, who are you guys' player comps? Mine, actually, in the uh, interview, I said mine was Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but if we're if we're being serious, I'm more like a Matt Albers. <laughs> I'm more of like an Adam LaRoche. Okay, all right. I was gonna say I'm like a John Rocker. Um, would probably take some steroids and be a little bit hothead. <laughs> you, are, you are such a '90s steroids guy, Sam. That it's not even funny. <laughs> it's not yeah. even a joke.
<laughs> you guys would have done it too. I don't, I don't know. I, okay. I actually respect the game, so. All right, yeah, anyway. We can we can move on to the Summer of Sexy segments. Um, we already have the Call Bullshit segment going, and we're going to f- uh, finish this show w- with a Would You Rather type question. It's actually, there are six perks, and you have to choose two of them. Are you guys ready right. for these perks? I'm ready. Ready. All right. So you get, so number one, money bags. You get $250 given to you every day at midnight without fail and is going to be uh, either cash or in your account of, of your choice, and the money will automatically adjust to inflation every single year. Wait, how much again? $250. Every night. Every night. Midnight. Number two, superhuman. Uh, your physical power increases by 20% across the board. This applies to all aspects of your ability uh, lifting, sprinting, reaction time, jump, um, and your stamina. And in addition, 20% affects your current ability, not your initial one. Uh, so your bench press will keep going up 20% every day or every, right? Yeah. So just, no, no, not every day, just a one-time thing for the, uh, 20%. So like all, so it's like strength, speed, reaction time, all that stuff. What if you've already maxed out at that? Number, uh, three, Protege, protege. Your IQ is raised 50 points, which affects your reasoning, problem solving, and overall ability to retain new information. Number three is Looper. Every day you get 60 minutes of time that you can choose that you can reverse and redo. Um, you can do it all at once or you can sp- sprinkle it throughout the day. And, and at midnight, your balance goes back to 60 minutes for the next day. There's no rollover. So whatever time you don't use, you lose. Uh, number four or number five is Madman. You can experience the effects of any drug on command without negative effects. You control its its intensity and dosage, and there's no negative effects. Like I said, so you basically can have like it says right here: meth, constant meth usage with no neurotoxicity, no hangovers, and no paranoia. Paranoia. But you can also use like Advil, cancer meds, antibiotics, steroids, HGH, all that sort of stuff. Number six, last one, efficiency. You no longer require sleep, food, drink, or any need to use the bathroom. You'll run at optimal settings for the rest of your life with your body automatically adjusting itself to see fit. So if you are overweight, your body will burn fat until you're not overweight. If you're building muscle, your your body will help you uh, build muscle without gaining fat. So that's six of them. To recap, we have money bags, $250 a day, superhuman, 20% increase in strength, prodigy, raise 50, uh, 50 points on your IQ, looper, uh, 60 minutes a day that you can rewind, madman is the drugs on command, and efficient, no sleep, food, drink, or bathroom. You can Just only choose, yeah. you can only choose two of really them. Quick. Go. Yeah, Tanner's really quick, that if you pick that last one, you're an idiot, because... You're taking away all the things in life that are good. I like sleeping. I like eating. I like pooping. You know, like, why would I do that? I know they're not efficient, but I enjoy them. Continue. Well, no, I was done. So you actually interrupted the end. Oh, oh, I thought there was nine. No, there's six. There's six. You choose two. Jake, you go first since you already interrupted, a.k.a. started. Sorry, well, it's definitely not six, but I'm going to go with the money for sure, because <laughs> okay. that's like $90,000 a year. Greedy. Oh, you know, yeah. And then um, 
Probably the time travel one, I feel like. Okay. Looper. Looper, yeah. 60 minutes. Yeah, I was I was I was gonna pick Looper. I thought Looper was interesting. Like you don't hear like I just thought it was different. I've never heard that one before, so I definitely want to even just try that one. I thought that one and then the gain twenty percent like if you add fifty points to my IQ, I'm still dumber than most. Yeah, so like whatever. Um yeah, that's not very cool. And there's still gonna be like way smarter people than me. So I'm gonna choose the one where it's like you like the twenty percent upgrade and everything else and the looper. I think looper's sweet. That's so interesting. I could make so many wrong decisions and then just make them right if I wanted to. Yeah, you could do very bad things and then just, nope, I didn't do that. Like, think of the experience. You could rob a bank just to see if you could do it. And then if if you did it. And and then not do it. Wow. Whoa. All right, so so the (laughs) highest IQ in human history is recorded William James Cities at 250 to 300 because it was back in the fucking old days. Well, so we'll just say 250. Um, so, yeah. So you... for, for a level, Barstool took one today. It was PFT versus Tex. And uh, the scores were PFT was a 105 and Tex was a 93. Yeah. So That's so surprisingly low for PFT, who, <laughs> who likes to flaunt like he's really smart. You know, that was a lot lower than he expected to score. Yeah, that's sure. It but, says the uh, average person goes from ninety to one ten. So we'll just say we're all one ten. If you add fifty onto that, you're at one sixty, and you're still so <laughs> much lower than the smartest people in the world. So I feel like fifty yeah. points is ridiculous. Like who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, point. sweet. Then I know like my multiplication facts, and I know like <laughs> the alphabet, big whoop. Yeah. Sam, do you know we need really? to? How how low do you think your IQ is? <laughs> We're getting pretty freaking low here. Okay. Um, let's see. So, Sam, what were you two? You went Looper and what else? The, I'm going Looper and I think the 20% one. That that only human? scares me. Yeah, Superhuman because, like, then I, like, I still have to work out and do all that yeah, stuff, right? That's like, what that means I would have to develop a, a plan. Like, what are you going to do with that 20% boost? Like, are you going to become a professional athlete? Are we 20% away from being a professional athlete? I don't think so. Because here's 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 actually what it Self-confidence, says. Self-confidence, Jake. It says if we if when the change took place and you could only bench press 100 pounds and 120 enhanced by the time you trained, you'd oh yeah. So basically, it's just 20 percent of even if you train and you and you like always get stronger, it would always enhance 20 percent. So like right now, if you could if you could only bench 100 pounds and you take this and you somehow get the motivation to keep going and you. Yeah. And you would normally be at 200 pounds, then you would then lift 240 pounds. So okay. it's, just, it's just the uh, wait. Other. What else was? It? Isn't there something else to that too? Like you can do a lot of other stuff cooler or no? It helps your <laughs> uh, lifting strength, sprinting speed, reaction time, and jump height or length, and and your stamina. My reaction time couldn't get any better, so I'm going to change my answer. Actually, <laughs> I'm going to take the I'm going to take the money and maybe the looper. That's exactly um, what I took. Don't pretend like you wouldn't take the money. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's guaranteed. Yeah, all the money. That's stupid. Right. I can't believe I made fun of you for that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, well. I'm 100% in on the money. <laughs> that is not even Because that is just the right amount of money to not make you an asshole, but you're so comfortable. Yeah. yeah. What, so what was the second to last one, Colton? It was kind of different, too, I feel it, like. You can have any drug on command, and that is what I'm debating between Looper and the drug one, because it says you get every positive effect from any drug, and you and you give yourself 
the uh, dosage. So if you are in yeah, that was the only other one I was thinking if about. You're too. In, if you're in huge pain, you can give yourself a giant amount of like medicine or like morphine. anything like morphine, so you don't feel it, but you don't get any negative effects from it. So you're not like loopy or you're not like hungover from it. And I don't need to obtain the drugs to do this, right? I can Correct. just do it like in my head. And then you can also use steroids or HGH, which I feel like cancels out the superhuman one, so I don't need to increase my, my power by a 20%. You still need to exercise to make HGH work, you know? Yeah, but, but like I can, like, isn't, isn't caffeine a drug? I can just, like, give myself caffeine. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, yeah. we could. Just, I, I mean, no, I think that would be an awesome thing. I just think the HGH one, I, I don't think I would, just because I can feel, you know, awesome stuff all the time, I wouldn't start working out a ton. <laughs> the, the feeling of being a cheater would just kind of like loom through your body every day though too so you probably don't want that hanging on you because like this... if, if the superhuman one was instead like you become a pro athlete at whatever sport you choose and you're a top 10 athlete in oh, that, that sport i would yeah. pick that. and then not the money <laughs> i would pick that and looper and i would be the best player in the sport because well, you oh, would you would need the money oh yeah oh god damn it that's a good one <laughs> Can you? I, I gotta ask on the looper. Can you split that? You get sixty minutes a day, right? Like an hour. Yeah, you can split it up. Yeah. You can split it up all the time. So, yeah. like, if there's a last second shot in the NBA finals, I have essentially like a lot of times to try that. Yeah, you could do that every shot throughout the game. You could take five was, shots for every shot. That was Sam's low IQ coming in and uh, not being able to do that math. He, well, I could tell that you, that you thought you were gonna do it, and you're like, oh, I have a lot of chances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not doing the IQ one. Yeah, the, the IQ one is out. The efficient one with no sleep, food, drink, or bathroom is out. I think Superhuman's also out, and it's it's between money bags, Looper, and the drugs, which is called Madman. And I, I think I'm gonna go money bags. Oh fuck, this is hard. <laughs> I because I think I think we are all underestimating the Madman. No, I really liked it. I, th I think money bags and the drugs one would be pretty cool. <laughs> but then imagine, like, I would kick myself in the ass at any time for the rest of my life that I do anything bad, and I can't rewind it. Yeah, that's you, true. You're gonna regret that one. That's a looper's awesome. Yeah, looper's probably the best one if we're being honest. But it's just like okay, you know what? I use I'm gonna. You guys are thinking in the box. I'm over here outside of the box. <laughs> I'm I'm playing all all sorts of games with you guys. I'm going looper. And I'm going Madman. Fuck the money, because Looper. I'm just gonna oh, I'm gonna take so many chances in life, and I'm just gonna always rewind whenever I mess up, because I'm gonna know the right answer. Oh, this is great. True, true but you can only go back 60 minutes. Like if it was like 24 hours, then you could make a bunch of gambling bets and stuff. But 60 minutes, like you gotta make like quick bets. But but like you can just like put like one huge bet a day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you if you win. Four out of seven bets, it's not gonna like alarm anyone, and you're still gonna slowly build money. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, like, you'd have to do the quick betting, but yeah, you could make some money off of that. Uh, I was just, I was just thinking, you'd have like 60 minutes to like murder somebody, and then <laughs> then see if you could get away, and then try it again. But yeah, yeah, bets. Cool. <clears throat> and perfect it. Sure. Well, that's the, that's the second murder reference that Sam's brought up after we. <laughs> Compare him to a murderer, so we'll just move on from this one. So, official choosings. I, Colton, have Looper and Madman. 60 minutes a day and any drug on command. Sam, yours was what? Money bags and, you, and Looper? You kept switching them. 
What's your yeah, answer? Looper and money. Looper and money bags. Okay. Jake, Jake okay. stole my answer though. No, I definitely said Mike first. This is this is horse crap. <laughs> well, I tried to crap. do something different to like distract you from my real answer, and you must have read my mind and. Take no, I definitely answer. just thought of it on my own. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll we'll say that, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that Mike might uh, conclude the show here. Do you guys have, have anything else, or should we should we move on to final thoughts? Probably just final thoughts. Do I have a final thought before our final thoughts? No. The pre-final uh, thought. Okay, uh, Jake. Final thought. Oh man, final thought. Um, I really hope the Cubs lose tonight. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Really cool. Final thought. I, They're I, winning seven I to two, the, though. So I hope the Sox win not- a giant win streak. Right. It, it, they're up seven to two for an update, Colton. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> All right. So that's my final. You heard thought. it here first, Sam. Final thought. Final thought. Uh, this is probably gonna be a final thought every week, but I hope Derrick Rose ends up on the Bulls. Um, I really, really just have thought about. <laughs> that made me so happy for some reason Bulls. that you said that. <laughs> yeah, I love Derrick Rose. I just, I do. It's, I'm never gonna. He's the one that got away, and I want him back. <laughs> All right, well, I have two final thoughts, one final thought. Brennan Davis, we are going to be best friends until you become giant, and you heard it here first. Thank you for, thank you for uh, joining us. Final thought number two, um, guys, can I can I be honest with you? The Dan Levitard story that I said earlier is totally made up, and that's the, oh, first, no. that's the first call bullshit. Of Wait, the what sex. was the story? I said God that, damn it. <laughs> I said that Dan Levitard said that... Um, the guy with the flat bill? Should have known. What a terrible lie. <laughs> I said that Dan Levitard said that uh, Addison Russell was out in Miami during their first season of the, of, uh, the first series of the season. Um, Not true? Oh, I, I just made that up. I don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, man, there. you got us. <laughs> yeah. That was a good lie. That was Thank a good you. lie. Yeah, because he is having his, his third kid with a third, a third woman, but official standings, Jake and Sam are putting $1 into the Alani Walker pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sam, I'm, I'm, dis- I'm disappointed. We're, we should be disappointed, Jake. I am Sam, on top of the world right now. I am on top of the world. Sam, I want you to feel a little more disappointed. Remember how you said, when's the last time Javi Baez hit a home run? Yeah, he hit one tonight. Damn, <laughs> damn, it, damn it, damn it. He hit one as you were probably saying that. Cause it, it, All right, it so I don't – Derrick Rose is not on the Bulls. Lonnie Walker is not responding to me. Uh, <laughs> and Javi Baez hit the bomb and shuts me up. Hey, so, final, thanks, final, thanks, final, guys. final thought, uh, Incredibles 2, amazing movie. Saw it tonight. Oh, I gotta see it. Haven't seen it. It is, honestly, it's just as good as the first one. And I'm, I'm, I don't believe it, because I think the first one is unbelievably this, good. This one I like is it so more good. Than it, does, it does not miss a beat at all. And I was telling Sam I had a terrible theater experience. I typically go when it's like 10 p.m. and nobody's there. And this was a full theater, full of families, so there's nothing but talking. And I hate that. And I still yeah. loved the shit out of this movie. I just think it's going to be tough to top the first one. The first one had, like, you know, marital issues, cheating spouses, uh, like, thinking his family died, Uh, a villain that was really cool, you know? Like, that was an intense-ass movie. That was your first part of that, was marital issues to a Pixar movie, Jake? (laughs) Yeah, that's what they didn't do legit stuff anymore, you know? Let's let's hook them real quick, marital issues. I'm just just picturing, like, like Baby Jake back in, like, 2004, you're probably like what, like ten years <laughs> That's old. That's not like, why. Yeah, I didn't like care about that then at all. 
That would have been a good commercial pitch for them is to focus on the marital issues. I'm sure that would have sold a lot. Looking around at his family like, I really hope they figure out these marital issues. (laughs) And like your parents are like, Jesus Christ, our kid is such a weenie. (laughs) 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 This is such a pussy-ass kid. Jake, are you you still there? (laughs) Yeah, I'm right here. I just, I don't know. I mean, He's just taking that in. Yeah, I'll just take that one. I don't know. It's actually, you know, I like that part of the movie. I think it makes it an actual, legit, grown-up movie, unlike, uh, you know, some of the more disappointing Pixar ones. No, this is definitely up there. Can you, can you name the more disappointing Pixar ones so I can argue with Name the whole quick? car series. Yeah, I, 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 okay, I literally thought of cars. The Good Dinosaur. Okay, you, know, you guys are right so Brave far. Is, I can't argue with you. Brave is average. It's not bad, but it's average. I like Brave, but yeah. That, but but that's everyone's answer right there. Uh, Brave's good, mm-hmm. but but I like Incredibles more than most of the movies, other no, than this... like Toy Story one, Toy Story three. Well, actually, uh, a Bug's like, Life. Unlike yeah. dude, a Bug's Life is so like underrated, but on a Bug's Life Tomatoes super and IMDb, we already had an episode where we uh, discussed all the Pixar uh, bracket. We had a Pixar bracket. So. Was I on for that? You were not. No, on. no I wasn't. We can do it again. We can do it again. I doubt anyone listened to it anyway, so. <laughs> All right. Point. Coming soon, we have a brand new segment called Talking Pixar Movies with Sam, Colton, and Jake. That's just a side podcast. That should just be another <laughs> podcast. We'll do it right after Live in the 815. Slash La La Land recap every episode. Slash our Game of Thrones recap episode that, that, we're, that we <laughs> always said that, that we were going to do. It never did it, yeah. We'll, we'll find what sticks and just go with it. <laughs> oh, it's 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 La La Land. <laughs> yeah, La La Land sticks. <laughs> we all know that. I, that's fucking nuck and futz. I, I honestly, it still blows my mind every single time that I that I scroll to that episode. I love it. Well, guys, that is episode forty-seven. I'm currently trying to load this stupid article that we always look at to find a famous. Oh, the Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto is forty-seven, huh? I, I believe so, yeah, Johnny Cueto episode. I, I saw I it earlier. Can I call bullshit? <laughs> huh? Is that, can I call bullshit after I've already revealed that you guys lost the game? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I feel like uh, that wouldn't count, because you're, like, suggesting something that we don't know. Like, that's not fair. That's true. I think, 30... I think you lost calling bullshit for suggesting bullshit. And he is number 47, too. So. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, so is Mel Blunt, Tom Glavin... All right, yeah, we'll yeah, go. but really, Johnny Cueto still. So. Yeah. Sure, sure. The uh, Johnny Cueto episode. The Colton wins the first round of call bullshit. Um, <laughs> almost loses by suggesting bullshit. Almost, but. but I didn't fully call it. Yeah, great. All right. Well, anyway, thank you for listening on iTunes. Thank you for listening on 12 on Sports Radio. Uh, go to 12onsportsradio.com. Go to their merch. We have some Life in the A15 merchandise. Go to... Facebook and Twitter at BackupQBblog. Go to BackupQuarterback.org. Um, did I miss anything, kids? No, you you nailed it. I sure did. Great job. Great I show. Sure I sure did nail it. Great show, Sam. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if it's all right, oh, yeah. I want to kick it with you all night, all night. Woo.
it's okay. Everybody gon' say what they wanna say. Yep. Players gon' play when they wanna play. Long lay, on lay, for my night light, loot the band rolls, ride, no way. Daddy Bass hat don't skip no days. Either, meet her, greet her, treat her like a queen, then I give her that Peter. Jack, that's how we procreate. Take care of my babies, I'ma tote the weight. I'ma carry the load and I'ma win the bread as well. No trickin' off of my girl. Yo, chicken off of my girl. She thick with all of her curves. Plus she got her mind on her Street smart, book smart, built by design for me Gotta hold her up, cause she always holding me down Like a bank robber with a note, give it to the teller So she know we ain't fucking around It's something by that company I sent for you if you come for me Come for me yeah. If it's alright 